WCB Podcast, your source for all things Chicago Blackhawks and everything hockey, with your host, let's do it, Jerem Tanner and Noli. All right, it's another edition of the WCB Podcast, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings and Raycon. It's Jerem, it's Tanner, it's Noli. What is up, guys? We're in uh, Toronto, bud. Atlantic day, baby. Atlantic. What, what's going on? Unfortunately for everyone, we only all only have Leaf jerseys for this. So, yeah, <laughs> I could I mean, throw my. I probably could have thrown my St. Pat one on just to make it a little bit different. But no, no, no. We all wear the same jersey. That's fine. You can just see the NHL logo. It's fine. Yeah, yeah Castle. 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 All right. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, as you can tell, I should in- invest in a Buffalo jersey, though. Yes, definitely. Uh, maybe oh, well. a Gibson one, but we will get a to Gibson that one, in a little yeah. bit. <laughs> as you can tell by our jerseys, we are going to be doing the Atlantic Division preview. Um, we're going to be hitting up all four divisions over the next couple weeks. Um, we're going to just keep this really simple. We're not. There's not much hot sock anyway, so we're just going to write it into it. Is there? Uh, there's. Anders Bjork signed with the Ice Hogs. Ah, yes. Ice Hogs talk. Um, Ice Hogs talk. <laughs> uh, there, there is the fact that Connor Bedard is a Blackhawk. That's yeah. I, so, and we finally got to see him in his gear, black oh Blackhawk setup. God. And comparison <laughs> video of him and McDavid on the ice together, just doing disgusting. <sighs> oh, you know, whatever. We can move on. It's fine. Oh, and the great fact that his great great uncle. Was a member of the Blackhawk for 22 games in the in the 20s. Yeah, and uh, we are exactly eight weeks out from watching him in his first NHL game. So, oh baby, <laughs> well that's that's a good that's a good start. That's a good start, Hockey, baby. <laughs> All right, um, so yeah, we're gonna start with the Atlantic Division. We're gonna go in reverse order from how the teams finished last season. Um, we're gonna set up a timer just to keep it a little uh, moving because some teams don't deserve as much time as the others. Sorry, Montreal. Uh, so yeah, we will kick it off with Montreal. Uh, my main takeaway from them, I have a couple storylines written out. Um, are they going to be sneaky good this year or is it going to be more of the same? Uh, it's definitely more of the same. My answer is to that question. (laughs) (laughs) I I was going to say, here's what they brought in and what they lost during the off season. Um, they ended up bringing in Alex Newhook. Uh, I can't remember when that trade was. Oh, it was during uh, it was right before the or trade no, was, the, tra- or the right, draft. Yeah, right before the draft. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you almost got it. You almost got it. Uh, other than that, like, not. I don't really recognize any of the names on the guys that are that they brought in. Um, let's see. They who did they lose? They fucking lost. Uh, Dennis Grianoff, who they tri- who they got from Dallas. Jonathan Drewin's no longer there. He went to Colorado. Uh, that Chris Tierney, I don't even know he was on their team. That's funny. Uh, that's it. Well, they also <laughs> and then they Montreal. also moved Mike Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Pitlick. Yeah, Rem Pitlick. They brought and they in... acquired and retraded uh, Petrie. Yes. Uh, currently, um, on cap friendly, they have their lines as like Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki, Josh Anderson, second line of Kirby Doc, Sean Monahan, and Brendan Gallagher. That's that's a weird line. Uh, third line, New Hook, Dvorak, Armia, and fourth line, Harvey Pinard, Jake Evans, and Yuraj Slavkovsky. And then their defense is like not anything to be too concerned about. Like Michael Matheson, David Savard, Kaden Gooley, Jonathan Kovacic, 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 I don't know. Jordan Harris and then Arbor Chekai with Jake Allen and Samuel Montembeau in between the pipes. They, they picked that low. They what? Casey DeSmith from uh, Pittsburgh, too. Yeah, they got Casey DeSmith from Pittsburgh. That's true. Now they so. have three. That can play at least. <laughs> Sorry, Carrie. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, they... it's, it's gonna be a fun team to watch. Honestly, like they're gonna be sneaky on some teams. Like I feel like some teams are gonna take them lightly, 
but like they got a lot of young guys and St. Louis yeah. just like have fun, which is like obviously exactly what Cole Caulfield needed to like get back on the the horse of scoring goals. That kid's gonna be fucking lightening up this year, I think. Um, him and Suzuki are just nasty together. Doc with another year under his belt, it's gonna make trading him away feel worse. But I feel like he's gonna exceed because he's in this situation with St. Louis and all those other young players. But they're just so young. Their D's not great. Their goaltending's not great. Like they're, they're like kind of injury prone. Yeah, that too. Uh, I mean, yeah, with guys like Josh Anderson, Sean Monahan, and Brendan Gallagher in your top six, like you're not yeah. having that. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, like it, they're going to be fun to watch for sure. And they're going to be sneaking on some teams, but I, they're not going to be very good. <laughs> they're going to be, they're going to be one of those teams where it's like, you want to tune in when they're playing other bad teams, because it's just going to be one of those games where it's just going to be like, all right, lesser to, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Anything else on Montreal? Uh, I, I, I want to see Arbor check. I just absolutely fucking destroy people again because he was the talk of the town last year at the start of the season then he got hurt he's pretty yeah. fucking fun to watch yeah he's he's funny off the ice too he's just like yeah i was bagging groceries during covid i didn't think i'd make <laughs> oh, he's like a house name player and one of the best nicknames they just call him wi-fi like that's fucking unreal yeah that's amazing uh, and his brother just got drafted to the month uh, to the canadians too yeah um yeah that and uh I'm excited to see what Slavkowski can do in his second year. Just kind of, I like watching, like, I mean, number one pick. Like, you want to see, mm-hmm. he had an okay first year, but was on a bad team. So he only played 39 games last year. Yeah. Cause he got hurt big. Didn't he, like, blown up too towards the end of the season? Did he get hurt? I just thought he was not good. No, I mean, he I thought, I think he did get hurt at some point. I don't really, he's know. on, he's on their injury reserve list right now. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, I'm. Just, I don't know. It's always exciting to see how like those top guys that aren't great in their first year how they can do in their sophomore season. Yeah. Do we have another Lafonier in our hands with him? That's I guess that's a storyline to look at to this year. Yeah, but, exactly. we'll see. All right, moving along. Um, next up is Detroit. They finished last year 35, 37, 10 for 80 points. Um, I guess the big thing with this guys are playing, taking the next step, uh, making some big moves, bringing some guys in um, a lot of questionable moves. Um, is this team ready to go back to greatness or is Geiserman feeling the heat a little bit? So he's just trying to throw Hail Marys and see if something lands. Bring in I to think, bring back. Yeah. But this team is not going to be good. I don't think personally, like, you look at their fucking defense, woof. Um, <laughs> Why is that, Noli? You got Mo Sider on the – I mean, that's your top guy, and he's sick. Like, that kid is unreal. He's It's it's crazy, like, that he went to Detroit, and he is playing very similar to Nick Lidstrom's style, where he bats box out of the air, pokes everything, um, is always in the passing lane, can move the puck offensively, is, throws huge hits. Like, that kid's nasty. Um but, like, you go out and get Jeff Petrie at, on a good deal, but him and Ben Sherratt, and then you, your bottom, like, your bottom pair is Shane Gossesbear and Justin Hall, and you got Billy Huso and James Reimer in that. I don't know, man. That back end is not good at all. It's not terrible. Like, I feel like they might be able to surprise me. Shane Gossesbear had 41 points last year. Yeah, him a good season. You worst turnovering defenseman in the league last year too. Hey. Top did, you can't have you can't have all the nice stuff. But <laughs> he had 31 points in 52 games in Arizona and then 10 more in Carolina. Um I think the they're the bones that this team is putting together is looking really good though. Because I mean your first line if it's like Debrinkit and Larkin and I don't know who they have listed right now, but uh, oh David Perron. Um I don't know about that. Lucas Raymond would probably be better fit. That's kind of nasty. Yeah. <laughs> they brought in JT Comfer. Uh, they made the trade for Clem Costin and Kyler Yamamoto, and they just fucking bought out Yamamoto. These <laughs> um, fucking trade and like buyouts, like I cannot keep track. I can't keep track of where guys are actually at, let alone where they got bought out from. <laughs> right. 
I'm curious. There's the the one kid that Elmer Soderblom kid, who's Arvid's brother, who's yeah. six eight. Uh, he had only a little bit of time last year, but he's kind of impressive. It's kind of funny, just seeing the big guys that can like kind of stick handle and fucking shoot. Um, yeah, I mean, they're on paper like the team's not extremely impressive because it's a lot of spare parts, but they might be able to surprise some people. It's just going to be tough. Like you said, that back end's kind of tough. Bringing in Justin Hall and paying him 3.4 for three years is mm-hmm. kind of a questionable move, especially right. with the modified no trade. Jesus. Yeah, that, and like like you said, like the, the bones of this, like they're not bad. And they're like yeah. building something, but it's like how long can you build towards something before you start like, I don't know, actually having some like having something on paper here. Like, I mean, it's just – do something like yeah and i like i like the addition of jt comfort i think that was really good i think jeff petrie is going to be just a solid kind of defenseman i mean they're not winning a cup with jeff petrie right like he's 35 they brought him in i don't know why um maybe they kind of show more insider or something a little bit different like I don't know. They both right side defensemen. I don't. But Dylan Larkin announced the brink. It could be sick fucking together, and, oh, yeah. and maybe they can convince like Patty Kane to fucking sign there. <laughs> <laughs> Kane to brink it, Larkin. Oh, yeah, that would be sick. Oh, yeah. Racy Cat and D is gonna be sick to watch, but I don't know. I'm not tuning into too many Detroit games, honestly. No. Um, anything else? Anything who else for Detroit? Who did they lose? They lost what? Like it was a fucking what's his name? The goalie, Nedeljkovic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pew Suter is not there anymore. That's Kubli got traded. Fu- that's it. Oh, where did I forget where Kubli go? Ottawa. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's part of that package. Yeah, the um, I mean, Lucas Raymond. Maybe he has a turnaround here from his sophomore slump. You know, maybe he pick- puts up a little bit more. I think he'll be a lot better this year. Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm excited to see what Debrinket can do because now you have the two hometown kids playing yeah. on the same line. Like, that'd be pretty it's, cool. D boss and Debrinket. It's just, it's weird, like, because of the past rivalry between the Hawks and the Wings, that I'm like, I'm excited for Debrinket in Detroit. I'm excited to yeah. see what he does there. And the idea of like two Detroit kids bringing this team, like, back to being good it's fucking cool to me like i think that's an awesome storyline and i don't think it's gonna take place this year but i think i mean i think if it's gonna happen i mean those two guys are more than capable of doing it yeah yeah we'll see all right we're moving on to ottawa um last year they finished uh 39 35 and 8 for 86 points um what i have Here's a storyline. It's like, did they make the right moves to be a playoff team? I know they were kind of on the cups last year. Um, they made big strides in the what they have in the past couple of years. Um, add some good pieces. They did lose to Brinkett, but I feel like they made up for that with uh Tarasenko and uh bringing in you know Kubalik and all that kind of stuff too. So Ottawa playoff team potentially. It's possible. Um, I think their their biggest addition by subtraction was Cam Talbot because he did not play well. And then they brought in Corpus Allo, who has shown that he can play on a team that doesn't play very well defensively with Columbus. And then he got to a team that played well defensively in L.A. and was just like, oh, shit, he's fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> and then L.A. was like, uh, no, it's OK. <laughs> We're going to sign Cam Talbot. <laughs> okay. uh, I, love when, I love when teams do that. They sign each other's goalies. Uh, I think having Josh Norris back is going to be a big for him because he played eight games last year, and he's pretty fucking good. He had 35 goals and 55 points the year before. Um, Having a full year of uh, Chikrin, too, is going to be yeah, very That's going to be helpful. Uh, Anton Forsberg, hopefully he him. can stay healthy, too, because he was actually showing – like what the Hawks probably wanted from him when they traded for him, like back. In what we all thought he was gonna be was yeah. what he kind of showed last year. Oh, oh Timmy yeah. Stutzler, though. Oh fuck, he's getting Dallow. Like, if you could get them like battling it out for a number one spot, it could be like a dangerous like back. Like, I think that could be a very dangerous tandem. Um, but yeah, Tanner, Timmy Stutz, fucking hundred points. 
Jimmy. I think I think you can put you can put money on it. Yeah, hundred points. It's Timmy Stutes. Absolutely. I mean, especially Brady. With the uh, the prospect of Tarasenko on his line, him yeah. feeding Tarasenko. Like we all, I think Tarasenko's so established in this league as a goal scorer. I like with a guy like Stutzla feeding him, and then with Kachuk in front of the net, like. I could see him popping like at least 30 this season yeah. and Stu's assisting on like almost all of them. They they're also going to have another year of uh, the kid, Jake Sanderson, who they got with like top five, Yeah. Fifth overall in uh, 2020. He had 32 points in his rookie season last year. That's pretty sick. And he's going to, that's having a kid like that. Who's going to put up points and doesn't have the pressure of being on the first line. Cause it's going to end up being like Chikrit and fucking Shabbat. Man. Yeah, they this team looks. I think this team looks really good on paper. It's just it looked really good on paper last year too. <laughs> I was think. Do you think this team looks better this year or last year? This year, I think this year. Yeah. Um, I just I like the addition of Corpusalo. Yeah, I like the full year of Chikrun. Uh, the I mean, fucking Stutzla and and Chichok are just disgusting, and they get another year building on what they did at 21 and 23 years old like they're only going to get better it's it's pretty nasty yeah bringing in tarasenko i debrink it just had a hard time there i don't know what it was kubalik maybe he'll show like his first year he always like a good first year at teams like good first yeah. year with the hawks good first year with detroit maybe he'll have a great first year in ottawa too like who knows they have him like Put on the third line with Shane Pinto and Matthew Joseph. Like, that's a solid third line. That is a oh, solid yeah. third line. Third line. Shane Pinto had 35 last year. Kubelik had 45. Jeez. Yeah, Drake Bat- Batherson had 62. Giroux had 79 last year. Are you kidding me? That's like a quiet almost point per game. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, The biggest thing, I think, is getting Josh Norris back. Yeah. Because he's going to put up a ton of goals. Fuck, man. It's going to be good. Dude, they this have is, a solid, potentially a solid top six forward unit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and absolutely. This is like just another like like kind of like Montreal, but definitely gonna be better. But like just a fun fucking team to watch. Like oh, just, yeah. I mean, you got Kachuk on your like one of the Kachuk brothers on your team. That's fun, and you got Timmy Stutes. Like that kid's fucking nasty. He's so much fun to watch. He's so good with the puck. Like yeah, that team got shut out by the Blackhawks last year. Last year though, so that was kind of funny. Yeah, that is five true. nothing. I was there. <laughs> um, would you say this might be the most improved team in this division, or uh, possibly? I could, yeah. I mean, I could see that. It's, it, but like, it's crazy because it's not like they added a ton. Like they lost to Brinkett, which is kind of huge. But like bringing in Tarasenko and bringing in Corposalo, and then like you said, like having Chikrin now rather than just from the trade deadline. I think it's going to all fit a little bit better. Yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, we'll get to the other teams, but it seems like a lot of teams lost guys, you know, like they didn't yeah. add it. Yeah. Ottawa lost, like you said, to bring it, but they added a good amount. Um, and like the next thing we're going to talk about Buffalo, I would love to say that they added John Gibson and they steal the show, but they still, <laughs> podcast <laughs> all right well let's let's move on to buffalo uh last year 42 33 and 7 for 91 points they were one point out of the playoffs and hey you just took my storyline for me when are they gonna trade for john gibson <laughs> see i don't think they're gonna which is no, fucking so. at this point because like i don't know like their goaltending's fine but you could have an established fucking goaltender you could you can have the established goaltender that shows like Ukapeka Lukanen and fucking Devin Levi like hey like you guys battle it out for the bat like the backup and like get better as I fucking handle this for the three years that my contract is like like left and then they can take over. We keep beating the fucking drum, but like he's at what five point five or something like that for it's three like six six okay. even. I'm pretty Dude, sure. That's insane for a Gibson. Like, how do you not just be like, yeah, that's what exactly what we need? And they have fucking plenty of cap space to like take that while they actually oh, have six point four. four. I think I think Buffalo is just so scared of just becoming Buffalo 
2.0 of like like gearing up and fucking trying to make moves and then just absolutely shit in the bed and just ruining everything and There's and then you you that... trade away all your fucking star players that's and then they, and they all end up in like Florida or Vegas and you're fucking <laughs> just watching them fucking battle for a cup. <laughs> Their problem is they need to go one season without a ten game losing streak. Like they literally do it. <laughs> yeah. Do that this year, you win one of those games. Literally one, you're probably in the playoffs. <laughs> like you're one point back, you know? Like yeah. You, you you go to a shootout in one of those and you get a fucking point and you you might be pushing for a spot. Like it's just so frustrating every year. Every and every year, like they lose like three or four in a row. And Tanner, you it's money every year. Here it comes. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. You you can always bet. Well, except for last season, but it was always bet on the Leafs losing in seven, and then always bet on the Buffalo Sabres starting hot and then losing ten in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking. But it was two years ago. I think they won ten straight and lost ten straight. Yeah. Like, do that. It was 2019 when they were when Tampa like fucking set the record for like most points in a season. At one point, Buffalo was in first. Right. Like, yeah. and it was like December. <laughs> Buffalo's good, and then they just fucking fell off. Big yeah. Time. Everybody's like, oh, is it this is this the year for Buffalo? No, it's not. But maybe this time. Post Eichel now. So um so- I mean everything's going right for them though, too. It's like they finally have players that want to be there. They have talent yeah. that wants to be there. Um, you got potential, you know, Darlene finally coming in his own oh, own he's power. So good. Own power finally came up and like it's starting to show like why he was the first overall pick. I mean, it, we do talk about this all the time. Defensemen take a little bit more time to uh, mature and adjust to the NHL, but it's like, like they have all the right pieces right now. And then, then they bring in Eric Johnson, who yeah. is going to be huge to mentor those young defensemen. And Connor it's, Clifton. And Connor Clifton, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, man, they just have like a great mix of young fucking talented kids, man. If and- Alex Tuck can stay healthy, he's what, like a point per game in Buffalo. Yeah. He's a little over. He was 79 points in 74 games last year. Yeah. Um, it's they have that they have that factor where it's like they're young and they're talented and they're just going on having fun, which is like the like scariest thing you can be because you don't realize like what you're doing until like the season's over and you're like, fuck, we almost made the playoffs this year. Like we're just out there just having a good time together, you know what I mean? Like it's just it just seems like a fun group to be around and they just enjoy actually being at the rink, which hasn't obviously was not a very buffalo thing the past fucking I'd say fifteen to twenty years. Like yeah. guys are talking about it. Like so it's and it sucks too, because it's like that's I feel like that's a team that you want in the playoffs just because how great that fan base is and how yep. nuts that places can get during playoffs. And like how much those fans just absolutely love everything hockey. And hockey. I'm looking at this too. They still have four forwards that were drafted in the first round between 2022 or 2021 and 2023 in their system, waiting to come up and, and make a make a play. And they have one defenseman prospect too that was drafted in the first round, 31st in 2019. So it's like just kind of going back to what you guys were saying earlier. It's like you have the pieces. Take the oh, fucking chance yeah. and and bring that next level. Like you, you guys are one or two pieces away. Fucking do it! Like, come on. <laughs> and I think it's like adding Gibson or like even Hellebuck. Like adding that goaltending, that like veteran goaltending. I think that's exactly what they would need because I feel like it's if you bring in like a um. Like Eric Johnson and Connor Clifton, they're showing that they're going to be like bottom pair guys, which makes sense. They're getting older. Um, They're not going to eat up a ton of minutes when it's, you have Darlene and fucking Owen Power going to eat up a ton of minutes. Like bringing in like a, a established veteran like forward, I feel like doesn't make a ton of sense because you have guys like you have those older guys there and you don't want to break up that Skinner Thompson tuck line. You know what I mean? Like they're just yeah. to go so well. So I feel like if you brought in like a, a high end forward or a veteran forward, it's just going to kind of break up the chemistry a bit where if you just bring in that goalie, dude, it's just gonna, it's going to rejuvenate everything even more. Honestly, I, I think know. like, because Anaheim would probably want like a goalie in return, just fucking give him 
Lukanen. Like Lukanen for Gibson and like a first and like I don't know, maybe maybe a little bit extra, but like like who says no if you're Anaheim? Like you can get a potential like starter of the future because you're getting rid of yours and then you fucking get another first rounder. And I mean if Buffalo wants to be serious as a late fucking third first rounder because like they just missed the playoffs and you like the big reason is because your fucking goaltend is not that great mm-hmm. yeah also it's rasmus dalian's fucking contract here and he's gonna probably be a fucking monster he's gonna light it up oh my god does he does he hit a hondo <laughs> i don't think he does but i think he's gonna be a point per game he was just under this past season he doesn't have a contract signed already uh, I don't oh, think shit, so. He doesn't. I no, think, he's, I, oh, he's. I saw last I year of a six talking, million dollar deal. Yeah. I think they were talking. They were tr- between like eight and ten. I think that Dude, was. Like it's, mid- how much does it suck to be Buffalo and like try and do contract talks, and then people just going, "You get Jeff Skinner fucking nine million, <laughs> <laughs> and like he disappears every other season. So what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> we had to get to the floor. Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah, and then it's like. I know he's talking about like not bringing in like a veteran forward and all that, but it's like I still I don't hate the idea of possibly bringing Kane. Kane, yeah, Kane league minimum because I mean he's not going to be playing until American Thanksgiving around that time. So it's like by then you'll know whether or not you need him or not, and and if he if that's one of those things where it's like one of these lines just isn't clicking the way it is, dude, it's not a bad idea. You could probably get him league minimum one million dollars this year. Yeah, he would fit really well on line two. Just bump like Victor Olofsson down. Probably I mean, that, kid, that kid's a fucking just goal scorer. You put him on the third line. Gets, he'll probably be okay. He only averages 14 minutes last year. Um, and then you bump down one of the third line guys and maybe Ger- like Semgis Gergensen. I don't know why they're just like, yeah, we're just going to hold on to him forever. Dude, he's <laughs> a first ballot all-star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, break honestly, the record for all-star votes. <laughs> Yeah, all of Latvia voted for him. So, <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I think you could drop Middlestad down and you leave Olafson just because he is that yeah. goal. True, uh, Cousins and Olafson, like that's that's not bad. Yeah, Dylan Cousins is pretty fucking nasty too. Like he should have probably gone third overall, possibly. It's crazy. Kirby Doc Thompson six six, Tuck six four, Middlestad six one, Cousins is six three, Jordan Greenway, who they have, is six six. Like they. Fucking own power six six. <laughs> yeah, their defense they is came. all six foot and old and bigger. Besides Connor Clifton, yeah, it's they're nuts. they're a big team, man. And like their skill is like they have a very very high skill level too. <laughs> it's just um, it's so weird watching Tage Thompson like dangle around people because it looks like Bambi or just like a giraffe just like trying to fucking stay afloat. It none of it looks like he knows what he's doing until the end, like until, until he goes in. <laughs> And all of that, like it wasn't yeah. just like he was tripping and like pushed it somewhere else. Like God, dude, I love Tate Thompson. I love accidental. Yeah, but- he he absolutely made me fucking feel foolish for saying that his deal is going to be such a like a terrible contract. It's oh, I'm, man, like, one of the best in the league actually. Now, like goddamn. <laughs> for last year, I drafted him, dropped him. He went on two. Back to back, like four or five point games. I was like, all right, I'll pick you back up. And then he took off after that. So, and he's just on his first year of this new deal as well. So, geez, it's going to look, it's a seven year deal. And I mean, three years into this, you're going to be like, man, he is getting criminally underpaid because the cap's going to go up so much. Yeah. So, all right. Um, now we're moving on to playoff teams from the Atlanta Division last year. Um, Next up, the Florida Panthers, who finished 42, 32, and 8, 92 points. And as we all know, lost in the Stanley Cup final. Um, I guess the main thing with them is can they build on the run that they had last year in the playoffs? Um, or is it going to be more of what we saw during the first half of the season? That team. Like, I don't know. Because... <laughs> They lost a lot, and they brought in like some questionable like players. Um, let's see. So the only thing that they did this offseason trade wise was they sent Anthony Duclair to San Jose, and then so Jesus Christ, they ended up losing Mark Stahl, 
I mean, Patrick Morfis retired. He wasn't really doing anything. Um, Radko Gudis. Uh, what? Eric Stahl. Oh, he's still he's just not signed anywhere right now, though. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, they brought in like Ekman Larson, Anthony Stolars. They brought in Evan Rodriguez. Um, I feel like he? Evan Rodriguez is like Mike Riley, Dmitry so- Kulikov. I feel like Evan Rodriguez is like a solid replacement for Duclair, but he's just like a little less skilled. Like Duclair's yeah. got a skill, and once he came back to the lineup, like it was a huge fucking boost to them. Like you could tell it was just a fucking so much added talent and like confidence when he came back to the lineup. So it's gonna be interesting to see what Rodriguez does down there. Um, it's just like it. This team, just like last year, they're they're built for the playoffs yeah you can make playoffs they just got to get there right but once they get there they got those dogs like fucking Reinhardt Kachuk like they were nasty last year and I mean who's fucking uh Radko Gudis which that sucks because Mm -hmm. you OEL and it's like yeah OEL is like a, a defenseman with a big name but like he doesn't have that dog in him. Like he's never has he ever played in the playoffs? Maybe the bubble year in Arizona. Yeah, that was it. Like, so I guess we don't know exactly what he's got in him, but it also depends on two things. Is Spencer Knight gonna be okay all season? And is Bob gonna be Bob or is he gonna be the Bob that he always is after he wins a Vesna trophy type of thing? Yeah. Like is you it know? the Bob like, oh shit, he's only getting paid ten million, or is the Bob is, oh god, he's getting paid ten million? Exactly. Yeah. That that's that's huge. Like both of those guys, like there's a lot of question marks around both of those guys. I feel like uh, talking about like how we're I was saying Rasmus Dahlin's in a contract year, he's going to probably have a monster season just like that. Brandon Montour, fucking yeah. contract year, he's only making three point four, three point five. He almost almost a point per game last year. He was a monster in the playoffs too on the back end, just putting up the most clutch goals. And I think he's going to just have a sick season too. Holy shit. What's up guys. As you know, the show is brought to you by DraftKings and new customers. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.m.org. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Kansas, call 1-800-247-00. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort on West Virginia, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown's Race in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets as far as seven days after insurance. One boost per eligible game. Optimum require max bet $50. 10-plus leg re- uh, required for 100% boost. Uh, eligibility, wagering, deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Even if you're not going on vacation, summer is all about a vacation state of mind. Whether I want to listen to Luke Holmes on repeat or just need to retreat inside my own head for a bit, I love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. There's so much going on all summer. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or to stay calm with some guided meditation. I love my Raycon headphones for, you know, listening to my country playlist up on the lake or you know any of the great podcasts from the hockey podcast network uh just get to hear all my hockey news um let me tell you right now raycons are the best way to listen use earbud tap functions to toggle between three customizable sound profiles noise isolation and awareness mode raycons have a 32 hour battery life including eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time they come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit they start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycon comes with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, WCB podcast listeners can get 15% off Raycon 
order at buyraycon.com slash THPN. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% off on Raycons. Buyraycons.com slash THPN. Him, yeah. him just building on what he did last year and then Kachuk just knowing that like he's probably so fucking pissed still that they lost in the final and especially because he couldn't fucking play that I could see him just dragging that team into the playoffs too. Well, I was going to say too, this team, I've kind of feel like he kind of saw in the playoffs. So they're going to go as far as Kachuk's going to take them. Yeah. Like they live and die by Matthew Kachuk and hopefully, yeah, like you said that, that losing the final and not being able to contribute, you know, to help put up a bigger fight against Vegas, that might do something. And it's like, I, I still think this is a playoff team. I just don't think it's good. I am. I personally think it's going to be more like last year where it's like last day of the season. Let's hope for uh, the Hawks to, to knock off Pittsburgh and, and yeah, make right. this happen kind of thing. Well, uh, Philadelphia in 2010 went in in a shootout to make the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, and then they go on to beat Boston, just like it. Just exact same scenario. Just like it. <laughs> um, you guys got anything else for Florida? Uh, right. I mean, if another thing is, can Aaron Eckblad stay healthy for the whole season? Yeah. That's a big one. Uh, who else? Their, their bottom six isn't anything impressive. The top six, like... I don't know. Sam Reinhardt put up 67 points, but like, I don't know when he actually scores, <laughs> but like, I don't pay attention to Florida too much, but like in the playoffs, I feel like he kind of disappeared except for the fact that like, after I said that they fucking Ekblad, Reinhardt and Sam Bennett all end up scoring. I was like, Oh my God. Okay. never mind. <laughs> yeah. Someone's got to give for them because look at, I mean, they don't have potentially have a first round pick through 2026. Yeah. They don't have just, a second round pick this year. It's like they they traded all their assets to to go all in, and it's like they have nothing to show for it. Really, does Carter Verhage put up another forty goal season? Yeah, I mean, he he was another guy that, that did look good in the playoffs last yeah, year. He, he scored the game winner against Boston. So, you know what? This is actually kind of giving me the same vibe of is Nashville after that one season when it was just like everything went right for Nashville and you're like, yeah, they could do it again. If all these guys have these same years. Oh, just Nashville last year. <laughs> yeah. And then like last year they dropped off yeah, massively. Like I could totally see that happening too. I kind of have that same vibe. I mean, I don't we want... know, we know Kachuk can put up a hundred plus points. He's done it year after year right now, but yeah. Can, can the other guys that contributed like much more last season do it again this year? I, I don't like want I want like the Panthers to do well because they were so much fun to watch last year, obviously for that whole run. But like and also I don't want to sound like an idiot later on during the season, but I really I don't I don't think this is a playoff team. Like I, I get the I would, that's exactly the vibes I'm getting is like Nashville yeah. um after they all had careers like seasons. Like it's just I don't know. Like everything just aligned perfectly for them last year to where it's like you can't you don't catch lightning in a bottle twice. Yeah. I I mean, even just looking at their defensive core, like outside of Ekblad and Montour, like they're fine. It's I know I would just be like, yeah, like you're probably going to have Ekblad and Montour play close to fucking 28 minutes a night. If you're going to end up wanting to win a bunch of games, because I mean, Gustav Forsling's like, okay. I don't know. Like Eichmann Larson, like he got bought out for a reason. Like <laughs> he's not the guy that, was in Arizona. He's a fine defenseman. I mean, like, like I said, it's like the thing with him is that he had that massive contract, which was making people be like, oh, he sucks. He's not because he's never is going to play up to that contract. So now that he's playing a little bit more of a, a contract level that he should be, I think he's going to be fine. I don't like, he's not going to blow anybody away, but I don't think he's going to fucking struggle. They also have two defensemen signed after this season. Just yeah. like, yeah, I feel um, like they're kind of they're like Florida's probably going to be like an all in kind of team right now. Gotta be, yeah. You like you, be. you don't have a you don't have a pick this upcoming draft until the third round. You don't have a first round pick until twenty twenty six, like you were saying. And then it's a you have so many guys that, that like could end up just walking at the end of the season. 
that like this is probably going to be like an all all in year for him. Or you just did that two seasons ago. <laughs> yeah, right. And you're technically over the cap right now too, so it's like you don't Every, have much to play with. That that none of that means anything. Every fucking team's over the cap right now. Yeah, yeah, no biggie. Well, I'm just just saying. Um, all right. Uh, moving on. We'll stick in Florida. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning last year finished 46, 30, and six for 98 points. First round playoff exit. Um, will the extra rest benefit this team, and can we see them go on a run again? It's definitely going to benefit them getting knocked out in the first round. It's definitely going to benefit them this year, having that extra time, I think, at least. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you lose – They, I mean, you lost one of your biggest guys, honestly, Alex Kalorn, through, like, honestly, all the way back to the 2015 Stanley Cup run that they had. Like, he was a big part of that. Like, um, So that's going to be interesting to see because that – that's a glue guy for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that guy that just fills in and is just loved in the locker room. And it's just like a local hero type guy. Um, and then losing Pierre Edward Belmar, Ian Cole, um, just some depth there, but they, yeah, Ross know. Colton, Ross Colton went to Colorado. Corey Perry went to Chicago. Uh, they they lost a lot of depth. Pat Maroon to Minnesota. Pat Maroon to Minnesota. Yes. Right. I forgot about that. <laughs> 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 um, but I mean, the, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Tanner Janelle, can he stay healthy? Adding Connor Sheary, I mean, that guy's been there before. Um, Nick Paul, what can he bring? Is he going to be a little bit of a bust again, or can he figure it out? Um, Hagel's in the last year of his contract now, too. He put up 64 in 81 games last year, fucking 30 goals, 34 assists. He's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna get um, increased role too with Kalorn gone. So I mean yeah. he's really gonna have a chance to get paid. They brought in Calvin DeHaan, who I mean, we we saw him in Chicago. Like he knows how to block shots. <laughs> he will eat, he'll eat the fucking puck. He also he also hits, he'll play the body. Like their their defense is gonna be still fucking huge. That Nick Purbix kid, who they brought it or who not who they brought in, but who like really made a name for himself last year in his rookie season. And that's the whole reason why they traded Cal Foot. Like Cal Foot, it was it was his his spot on the roster. Like until like he just decided he was going to get outplayed by Perbix, and then that, that kid just fucking is going to be good. And then the biggest thing too round, is are you kidding me? They still have Vasilevsky in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not only that, you have Vasilevsky in that. You have Victor Hedman as your top defenseman. You have Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, and Nikita Kucherov. Like that was five. Your core Can't. is there. Yeah, Nikita Kucherov putting up a quiet 113 points last year. <laughs> like I didn't know he hit the hundred point mark. That's and then like we saw we've talked about it before, but like Braden Point hitting 51 goals is insane. Nobody. I'm I'm curious to know if Hedman's gonna have like that down of a year again, or will the extra rest help him? Because he only had 49 points last year. Yeah, I. I, these guys needed it. Like if there was any team that needed it, it was these guys. Like yeah, all of them are fighting injuries for so long. Like, it, I mean, Vasilevsky's played how many fucking games over the past like five seasons? Yeah. I mean, could you name me the backups of the last five seasons? Curtis McElhinney, Brian Elliott, uh, Dwayne Rollison. I don't know. Louis Domingue. <laughs> Louis Domingue. Yeah, that's right. It's just, and they will probably have a combined like less than 80 games played <laughs> in okay. that dude like, it's it's also brent seabrook's contract year so you think he's gonna have oh. a monster season just to re-up on the next one right <laughs> he knows how to win a cup and get a new contract you know what that's i'm right. saying that's right <laughs> um yeah i it's just this t- until like we like i said those five got guys in Tampa like for tampa are gone it this is a playoff team and they any they can do anything that they want to just because I know we've seen it, you know, I, I, once they got over that hump after Columbus and they won in 2020, the, it was off. Like they, it was their league. It was their league after that. I would really like them to miss the playoffs though, because we have their first overall, but, or the first rounder. That'd be sick. Just have it sit right at 11. That'd be good. I'll take it. 
the extra rest, and then we'll talk about it in a couple teams here. Boston, I mean, Boston turning to Boston. It's like they are prime right now to to get back to the top of this division, and it's going to be really fun to watch them again uh, this year. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully the rest is good. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, like, I really don't want them to win because we still got the first pick, but it's like it's fun to watch those guys because they're so fucking good. They're very skilled. It's it it's it's scary when they're like when they're clicking like they did in like 2020 and 21 and you're just like why would you even want to play this team like it's, they're so fucking good it's crazy it kind of goes along uh i forget who was it uh uh suitor up in calgary it's kind of like the same thing when he was talking about playing colorado with why waste four days you know like yeah <laughs> like this team's just, they're, they're just so fucking good dude yeah I love Braden Point. I hate that. Like he just sneakily has so many good seasons every year and is one of their best playoff guys every single year. He's just fucking phenomenal and nobody talks about him. Yeah. Probably one of the most underrated players in the league. Yeah, I would say. And he 90, actually 95 like, points last year. He probably breaks 100 this season. Probably if he stays healthy. And he was healthy all last year and only hit 95, but um only yeah, only 95. Yeah. Leading into that like what a bomb 95 points only. Come on. I'm surprised. Uh, yeah, Stamkos only missed one game. Point didn't miss any, and Kucherov didn't miss any. Jesus. That whole line's over a point per game. That's geez, that's, that's what you stupid. want out of a first line. That's such a good first line. You pay him. <laughs> All right. Um, now we're moving on to the two big teams in this division, last season at least. Uh, first up, Toronto. Uh, 50, 21, and 11, 111 points. And, hey, a second-round playoff uh, exit. They they finally got the monkey off their back. They moved it on to round two. Um, Here's the question, though. Is there even more pressure for them to win now? I'd say no. Um, Because I feel like everybody's – I feel like everybody's going to expect the first-round exit out of them again, honestly. Like, I feel like – I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm curious to see how they handle this first season with Dubas gone. Um, there's just like so much. Like obviously the the main guys are still there, but there's a lot of turnover in like the role players. Like losing the guys that you brought in at the trade deadline, like Nolachari, Ryan O'Reilly, Eric Gustafson, uh, Bunting's gone now. Victor Met's gone. Kerfoot's gone. Uh, Luke Shen, who they brought in, is gone. Um, and then, like, they bring in Martin Jones. They bring in Max Domi, Tyler Bertuzzi, John Klingberg, and Ryan Reeves. It's, it's such a it's such a jumble fucking, like, what is happening? So, it, yeah, it's, it's definitely like, what the fuck? Um, but I would argue... They were beating the same drum over and over again with the mm-hmm. same guys. And Dubis leaving, they obviously have changed the type of players that they want. Like they they're going out and getting Tyler Bertuzzi, yeah. Max. They're playoff fucking dogs. Like those are the guys that are gonna fucking grit for you. Like Bertuzzi for the Bruins last year. I know they got knocked out in seven, but like Bertuzzi was fucking nuts in that series. And like his whole time in Boston, he had 16 points in 21 games, then 10 points in seven. Dude, yeah. he had Marchant saying he's like, Yeah, man, I like let him do his thing. I can just sit back and do nothing. Like Marchant was even like, What the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, no, like they definitely moving on from Dubis, they definitely learned their lesson finally which i think dubis would have moved on from it sounded like if he would have stayed but like i don't know if he would have made these types of moves the ryan reeves one's still strange to me um but the bertuzzi and domi ones i i love those moves that top six is fucking gross i'm telling you like their team three years from now their forward core is david camp kale yarn and ryan reeves <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's where you go building that's what you do it's how you it's, get out of the yeah, I mean, they just got I first of all, they're still over the cap. They brought in Martin Jones, which is like so odd to me, but I don't know. Fucking I mean, for that price though, that's a I mean, I feel like that's a good pickup for that price. 
Yeah. I mean, you don't have, I mean, Wool is like. Mark Giordano is fucking 39. He's going to be 40 when the season starts. He wasn't like, bad last year. They overused him, though. Like, he got tired. You could tell he physically. Yeah. Well, they're going to have a full season now with Jake McCabe on the back end, too. Yeah. And he had a great year last year, man. Like, it was, he was fun to watch when he was yeah. a hawk. I fucking liked him a lot. Sam Lafferty was- is going to have the whole season now on that team, too. When McCabe moved to Toronto, he, it was exactly what you saw in Chicago. Like, he yeah. didn't phase him whatsoever. Um, you get a full season of Matthew Nice. That kid's fucking... Yeah. Yes. He is so good. Um, he is. Right now, on Cat Friendly, they have him projected on the fourth line, which makes zero sense to me whatsoever. I don't think he's breaking the top six, but... No. You can't put Matthew Nice, a fucking 20-year-old, just out of college, on the same line as Ryan Reeves. Like, you yeah, can't... Right. Like you cannot do that. No, it's that's uh, that's a weird one. I think like, I mean, obviously he's gonna get top six minutes the, the second anybody gets hurt. Um, I, hopefully nobody gets hurt because you know, like nobody wants that ever. Uh, or, oh my god! I just looked up. I was trying to see what Robertson's injury was. You know, he was born on nine eleven. Oh, never forget. What Nick Robertson was? Yeah, number eleven, two thousand one. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> uh, parents to say it was the happiest day of their lives, huh? <laughs> uh he had a shoulder. Shoulder, yeah. Okay. Six months and that was January sixteenth. Oh, so he's he'll be good to go. Yeah. Muzzin's gonna be out again. Murray Matt Murray's done. I fucking I, I feel like they should move on from Nick Robertson because the the kid the kid needs a chance and especially with Matthew Nyes coming in, this isn't the lineup where he's gonna get it. Yeah. And you assets like you're not gonna clear up cap space obviously but like because he, he doesn't make much but would you rather but i mean should they hold on to him especially with the whole kneelander situation being up in there like you're gonna need that offense to possibly plug back in there that's fair that's a fair point um, they have to make some sort of move before the season starts right like yeah they because have... they even with ltr candidates they're still like almost three million over yeah. yeah, but every single person that has any kind of cap on that team has a modified no trade clause or no movement clause. Yeah, like David Camp has a modified no trade clause. Reeves, Lafferty, what? Knives, Holmberg, and Grambrill, whatever, are the only Gambrel? ones that yeah have no movement clause that don't yeah. have no movement clause. That's fucking insane. I know Stan Bowman was up into Toronto. Jesus yeah. Christ. Two of those guys are uh, under a million dollars too. <laughs> it's, I mean, the, I like the I like the moves of Bertuzzi and Domi, especially since they're only one year deals. Because, I mean, you don't know what this team's going to look like next year, especially with like Austin Matthews's contract up in the air currently, and fucking Willie Nylander. Like, what? And Marner next year, and Tavares next year. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna hit you, hard like, you, the next two years. Like you gotta, you gotta move on from Tavares, right? Like you can't pay Tavares. Oh no, like Tavares, you're gonna pay okay. these guys that are gonna be still in like their twenties. And he's unless Tavares like is gonna take, unless Tavares is gonna take like a Spessa type deal to to stay in Toronto, there's no fucking way you keep him. He's yeah. not because he could still make like four or five million, I think, um, somewhere. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. But I don't. If he wants to stay in Toronto, it's gonna yeah. have to be like or or be like a Bergeron. Oh, if I play 10 games, you give me all these bonuses. Like, I don't know. Um, Adding John Kleinberg is interesting. Um, Oh, yeah. Because not not having Justin Hull is going to be huge. Huge. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so happy about that. Um, But it's like, I. I don't know. Every year it's like their defense isn't like great, but it's not like terrible. And now I'm looking at it and like when first got Klingberg, I was like, this doesn't really make sense to me. But now like you got Riley Brody, you got your offensive defenseman and stay home guy. You got Klingberg McCabe, same exact situation. Then you got Lilligren Giordano, same exact situation. So, I mean, it's actually, it's, I don't hate their D actually, but you just don't know what you're getting out of the goaltending. You really don't. Oh yeah. Like Samsonov can be on, or he could not be on 
And Joseph Wall just doesn't have the experience yet. I think he's going to be a good goaltender, um, but he's just not there yet, honestly. And that's yeah. and that's why the 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 Jones moves makes more sense now too. And plus, when he was on last year with Seattle, I mean, he was fucking on. Like he was a huge yeah. reason Seattle took that jump up last year to to be a playoff team. It's yeah, they, crazy because he went 27 and 13, but his stats are only like a 299 goals against average and an 886 save percentage. But he has like 66% win percentage. Because it was Seattle, the team in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a great goaltender. But with but, the team that Toronto has in front of him, that should be, that definitely falls into the it doesn't matter who you have a net. You just need a body in net. That's and, exactly every year so we can outscore you <laughs> yeah. yeah so um Noli, anything else you want to throw in about toronto this could either go really really well with this lineup or not well at all and <laughs> things could go bad really quick and guys could get traded because of the contract situations so it's going to be i did i think it's either one way or the other this year for these guys but I think it's also an all-in year just because of the contract situation. They have a lot of guys coming off the book next year, so they got yep. to do it. Um, all right, then we're going to wrap up the Atlantic preview with the Boston Bruins, who set the NHL record last year for points in a season, finishing 65-12-5 and five for 135 points, and then losing the first round. Um, Nick Foligno still says my favorite soundbite of the offseason – Hey, we won as many playoff rounds as the Blackhawks did last year, so it's fine. Fucking love yep. it. Um, is this finally the downfall that we've been talking about? I feel like for a couple of years in Boston, is this finally the year that they fa- start falling off and are out of contention? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see how um, Boston comes even close to repeating what they did. This is going to be like a Jonathan Hirbudo trade to Calgary type point differential that Boston will end up this, this upcoming season, because if they fucking hit 80 points, I think it'll be a good season for them. And I'd say 80, 80 or probably 90, let's say 90. If they hit 90 points, that'll be a good season for them. But I don't know if they fucking can do that. I was going to say, and the way that, that division went last year, which I'm assuming is going to go the same this year. 90s got not even not enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, yeah, man, it's just losing Bergeron and Krejci. We all knew it was coming, but like, that's, that's tough. the biggest, that's the biggest hit. Boom, and like, like back to back like that too. Ooh. And you bring in like JVR and Milan Lucic, like that's, that's your saving grace on the, like, Two of your biggest Shattenkirk, Lucic, uh, JVR. What is it? Logan Brown? Or is they bring Fox? Where is he? Um, I don't even see him. Patrick, Patrick Brown, Patrick Brown. Yeah, yeah. That guy's not even. I get. I just. It just said Brown signs a contract. Okay, yeah. That guy just gets penalties. Um, yeah. I mean, you brought in Ian Mitchell and Alec Regular, so that's those are huge. That's huge. Um, and for Boquet. Yeah, dude. Uh, this team's going to hit a steep drop-off because that center depth is just not fair. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. And like you said, like, JVR, Lucic, Shattenkirk, like, those aren't answers to, like, losing <laughs> what Connor Clifton fucking... Who else? I can't even think. Garnet Hathaway. Uh, fucking, where's the other one? Tyler Bertuzzi. Oh, fucking Nick Felino, Taylor Hall. Like, duh. Like, yeah. Yeah. They should have kept Taylor Hall. They should have kept Taylor Hall with his downfall because they probably could have got a first round, first overall pick out of it. Yeah, man. It's this Dude. team's going to take it pretty hard, I think. Because, man, and it, it sucks only. Because I really like Pasternak and I don't want to see him on a shit team, but it's also the Bruins and I don't like him that much. <laughs> like, I I really like it's time. Like, go away, please. Like, go full. Like, 
you okay Bergeron and Krejci weren't young guys but like they went they lost those guys and went full-on Pittsburgh on let's just be the oldest team we could possibly be and just added a bunch of old guys like yeah it their moves don't make sense to me um I don't know how you don't go out and get a center other than Morgan Geeky. Like that's that's the best you could do for a center, and that's your third third line center. Like we'll see what Allmark and Swayman can do with this team. Um, obviously they're unreal last year, but I, I mean, there's a zero percent chance that they do what they did last year, and that there's oh yeah, not even like you can't even. Well, you don't have Krejci and you don't have Bergeron down the center, who are both two very good like two way kind of guys. I mean, Bergeron, obviously, the fucking, like, best of all time. Like, not having that kind of guy, like, oh, man, they're going to – it's going to be, it's gonna be re- like, really weird to see Bergeron not out there and then them possibly struggling. Did you I, guys see the video of the fan in, Buff, uh, in Boston and he's driving past a store and it's got, like, a Bergeron, like, poster on the window and he, he just, just stops and he just, like, puts his hand on it? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> – it's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, I, I think it's time. Beat it. All right. Um, do you guys got anything else for them? No. Just I, the, I forgot to start the time around that one. So <laughs> it was here's them knocking the Leafs out in the first round. They get knocked out in the first round, and doesn't look like they're gonna be a playoff team next year. So I feel good. All right, um, so we're going to wrap this up here with um, totally early, unrealistic, not going to hold anybody to it, top three and bottom three of this division. Oh, oh and bottom three, okay. Yeah, I threw that in last second. I thought that was a good one. Give um, in the middle. <laughs> yeah, just the middle two and whatever. Um, so let's go, Tanner. Who are your top three? And it does not have to be in a certain order. Um, just because you say one team first doesn't mean you think they're going to finish first, unless you want to say they're going to finish first. Buffalo. Fucking let's go Buffalo. Just fucking one. I think they might get some surprise. Like if they, if their goaltending can show up and be what they hopefully are not trading for Gibson for, I mean, in a couple weeks, he could end up on the team anyway. Um, That'd be fantastic. Toronto, Tampa. Because there's those teams are still just stacked. No, like the, yeah. Uh same top three, honestly. I got Toronto, then Tampa, then Buffalo. In that order. I mean, Ottawa could sneak in. Like I said, I like them on paper. All right. I think well, I then... think the wild card for this division is gonna be real fucking tight. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I can also see it not coming on this division at all and the metro is just a fucking beast of another like oh god um all right i got the, I'm the, the same analogy you had there yeah, yeah i right. fucking lost it i give it um, give it up yeah um <laughs> top three is i have the same order as noli toronto tampa buffalo um yeah toronto's just too good right now and it's just it's, as long as they click whatever is gonna be great. Tampa Bay, I think, is gonna got a lot to prove. Buffalo could be fun, um, but I can also see them being really bad. Um, nothing surprising. I don't see Buffalo being really bad this year. I don't. Nothing surprising me with Buffalo. Anymore, I think though, I see them. You know? I I see them getting more than ninety one, which is what they had last season. Just stay away from that ten game losing streak. That's all I got to do. Yeah, honestly, just make it nine. You'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> you would have been in the fucking playoffs. Make it a nine game losing streak. You're fine. All right, how about your guys' bottom three? Montreal. Yeah. Uh, Detroit and Boston. Yeah. No. You don't think so? I got Ottawa. You think Ottawa will still be bottom three in that division? Yeah. I don't know. I, I like it. I like Ottawa a little bit too much. Corpus actually, like, scares me because I think he's going to steal the show up there. Mm-hmm. But that's just how I have it right now. I have it Montreal, Boston, then Detroit. Ooh. No, I don't like Detroit at all. <laughs> but I think they're more of a complete team right now than Boston. They, they, they at least have solid centers. Yeah. Who's their second line center? Who, better than whoever <laughs> fucking Larkin. Larkin's just the best of like the eight centers. Yeah. 
I don't know. They have a little more depth than Detroit, I would say, but we'll see. I mean, it's hard. Yeah, like it's hard to count out Pasta because he can just do stupid shit. That's yeah. Um, JT Comfer is there. Oh yeah, line. yeah. I still think he's better than uh, Paul Zaka Paul and Zaka. Charlie yeah. Charlie Coyle. I think. And Andrew Man, Hopps if, is third line. I still think he's better than. If Marshawn gets fucking suspended this year, that team is gonna hit a fucking such a losing streak. They're fucked. It's just gonna be positive fucking trying to carry like eleven forwards with him. The more we talk about it, the more I want to put Boston like underneath Montreal. <laughs> just cause. All Boston right, just well, finishes like close to that bat the bottom of the league. It's first overall. Macklin celebrating. <laughs> it's like, all right, never mind. Guess we're just gonna be bottom of the league for like a season. <laughs> All right, well, that's episode 237. Tanner, what do you want to call it? It's easy, man. It's just Atlantic Preview 2023. That's all I got to do. <laughs> like, we don't have to be You're not going to make here. a pun with it or anything? Uh, Fucking... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all it's going right. to be Detroit's year, so it's Debrinket's season, so it's the Catlantic. <laughs> Debrinket-Atlantic preview no fuck it. yeah see it's just that's stupid we already did a cat thing it's forcing me here. yeah just atlantic right. preview 2023 because i mean we'll do another one next year it's gonna be 2024 all right fair enough all right so make sure to follow us on social media at wcb podcast subscribe to the youtube channel apple Podcasts, and spotify and wherever you listen to your podcast follow the hockey podcast network use promo code thpn at DraftKings and raycon uh, new tic tac toe is posted today. I uploaded the wrong version without the actual results in it. Yesterday. So, well, yesterday, yeah. Sorry. Um, new WC bogeys video out tomorrow as well. Uh, yeah, we will. We'll see you next week. Metro Division, probably. Uh, we might yeah. have a bonus episode finish, too. Finish yeah, might have a bonus episode too next week. Oh, cool. Uh, so yeah, we will. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. All right. Love you, boys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WCB Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast. To connect with Jerem and Tanner, check out the boys at WCB Podcast on all social media. We'll see you next time.